tournament action. So much to discuss, and uh, it's another fun day. I will be returning today from the West Coast, but uh, we've had a lot of fun doing this this week, and uh, great to have Stephen Simcox back in studio. And um, Stephen, I you know obviously these games have started, and uh, hopefully your bracket is still intact. Baylor getting ready to go today at two thirty against. Um, well, I, I, this Hartford Hawks team, it's going to be, I think it'll be interesting. Uh, we will give you a chance today because it kind of happened at the last second, uh, yesterday. want to give you a chance to, uh, leading up to John Morris at two o'clock. And of course, uh, boy, he'll carry, we'll have the game right here on ESPN Central Texas, uh, a chance to hear from Jerome Tang. He was so good in talking about uh, uh, the, the the game, how the practices have looked, and in what they've done to prepare for this Hartford team, we'll do that at 1:40 as we get you ready for the pregame show. Uh, and again, that'll be Baylor versus Hartford. You'll hear it right here on ESPN Central Texas, and then uh, you'll hear John and Pat on the pregame. So a full day of action. Uh, for ESP in Central Texas, love having these games and love talking about them, and um, and you'll hear it, Stephen from from Jerome here as we get ready for this game uh, at 1:40 today. Also, give you a chance to hear from Macy Oteague, uh, who continues. Boy, got honorable mention, All American, and um, and then we were able to talk to him uh, right. Uh, right after that right as that news was coming out but uh, uh great to be able to catch up with him so the bears versus hartford Stephen, one of the things that is of, of great interest to me and i wondered about this and uh, jerome will talk more about this at 140 but you know basically a one had never beaten a 16 i mean it just never happened we don't really think about those games being competitive and all uh, at all, and then um, sure enough, in 2018, the uh, the University of Maryland Baltimore County Retrievers took down mighty Virginia, and Virginia was obviously the number one seed. Now Virginia famously would come back and win it all the next season, and barely beat that Texas Tech team, and that was a great game. It came down to the final seconds in that title game. But, uh, Stephen, we have confirmed that the Bears did take a look at that UMBC versus, uh, versus I mean, that, that video of them beating Virginia. So uh, I, Baylor was shown that here in the last couple of days, the final minute of that. And so if there was any chance the Bears would get caught looking past or or not taking Hartford seriously, uh, hopefully they've gotten everybody's attention. The Hartford Hawks, and Stephen, did you know that the Hartford Hawks come out of the same conference, UMBC, the uh, the Retrievers came out of the American East? I did not know that until I, I listened to the interview yesterday, and I think that's uh... – a really smart and savvy tactic by this coaching staff. This is a, an interesting day because, uh, Matt, this could in a lot of ways, as this team, um, we, we've talked about, they don't quite look the same since they've come off this COVID pause. This could be what you consider a get-right game where if you, you play well, some shots fall, you start feeling really good about yourself, you get some of that confidence back. Or if you struggle, then you know how does that affect you potentially – going into Sunday as long as you're able to hold on and come out with the win but uh, I feel like this team I'm not really worried about their focus that hasn't been a problem all year long they haven't really had issues with uh, you know playing down to their opponents they've taken care of business uh, in pretty much every situation so far this year but I totally understand why the coaching staff is uh, constantly reminding them uh, of things like that because it's super rare, but we did see it happen once, and uh, you don't want to be the team that lives in infamy with Virginia. All right. I, I think you're right. The other good news is the Bears uh, seem to be practicing really well, and I thought this was interesting. Stephen, um, 
ESPN, I think it was Jeff Borzello, did a deal where they went and, and let people talk anonymously about different teams. And one of the big questions that came up in this ESPN piece was, is Baylor still title-winning good? And um, this was a uh, this was what one Big 12 coach said. They talking about Baylor. They were a complete machine. Now they're not guarding. They had a chance to go undefeated. They come back. They stink it up against Ohio, uh, Iowa State, but win late. They thought they got their attention. Then they go to Kansas. Thought they were going to show up, and Kansas got them. The paws hurt you in so many different ways. Your rhythm is completely shot. They didn't have to look where they were throwing the ball before that. They know where everyone was going to be. Defensively, they were absolutely smothering people. It was miserable to play against. They lost some competitive edge. Okay, in talking to these people, <clears throat> Stephen, another, another, this is the, uh, another coach that's, uh, uh, that's played against him in the Big 12 set of Baylor in this same article. Those three guards are so damn good, so tough to deal with, let them do what they do. Shut off those other guys. If Matt Meyer doesn't play well, they're not going to go far, though. If those three guards are rolling and Matt's running around and dunking on people and playing like six foot nine guard, you can call it a night. So that's interesting, Stephen. There's some, um, there's some, there's some Matt Meyer talk there. And then another coach said, um, "Flo, talking about Flo Thamba, Flo isn't very big." Jonathan isn't even smaller. Uh, is even smaller than him. Vital is smaller than him. The big kid on Kansas uh, just had a field day with them. Oh, talking about Kansas State actually in the in the uh, Big Twelve tournament. The big kid on Kansas State just had a field day with them. Flo couldn't handle him. Jonathan couldn't handle him. And Kofi is a whole different animal. Now they're talking about Kofi Coburn from Illinois who fouled out of that Baylor Illinois game earlier this season. He's mean, he's big, and he's a scorer, and he's older. <clears throat> that's what. That's why I worry about them the most. Stephen, I think that last part is the fairest criticism of the Bears. Um, any of these teams, now I don't expect Hartford to have anybody to give them huge problems. If you think about it, um, North Carolina, and I don't know North Carolina, Wisconsin, everybody in the Big Ten seems to have big you know, big guys that are really effective. But Wisconsin has uh, enough shooters and enough skill to give you problems. The, um, the North Carolina has Garrison Brooks. You remember him, Stephen, who, uh, who's been a really nice player for them, has been out, was out a little bit in the ACC tournament with some injuries, uh, expected to be back. So we'll see. That's an interesting matchup where if Baylor gets past uh, Hartford, whether they'll be facing the Tar Heels or Wisconsin. Um, I, I have this memory of a Wisconsin uh, battle years and years ago. And, Stephen, I think it was in the Sweet 16. Mm -hmm. And if I thought hard enough, I would tell you that Kenny Cherry was Baylor's point guard in that game. And, and they just ran into – they they just ran into a tougher team. I mean, I that was uh, uh, that that was when Wisconsin had the old the old man still coaching for them. Uh, Bo, is it Bo Collins? Anyway, uh, the old the old the old and they had Jim Jackson's son, and they just had a really fine team that ended up in the Final Four. Uh, in, in fact, I think that might have been the one that was in Arlington. But um, Stephen, the, the, these Wisconsin scares me more than the Tar Heels. Is that is that crazy talk, or do you think I'm on to something? No, I'd agree with that. I mean, Wisconsin is experienced. They have good shooters. And I think with both those teams, typically in an 8-9 game, you might get a group that could be a little intimidated. But I don't think either of those teams are going to be intimidated by what Baylor brings out there. And Wisconsin, certainly with all their seniors, I feel like knows what they want to do and they can do it well. And UNC's been so up and down, it's just kind of a roll of the dice of who you catch on a given night. But uh, the point about uh, Matthew Meyer is really interesting, and I think it's a good one. Now, to me, it's more about the bench as a whole. I don't necessarily think it has to be him. It could be Flagler coming off and, and scoring as well. 
Um, but that unit hasn't given them the same lift as it did early in the year. And when they're rolling, uh, that coach is right. Like you do see that. You do see a putback dunk from Matt, or you'll see him maybe take somebody off the bounce. And that seems to bring a lot of energy to this group when uh, one of those other players, aside from their big three guards, gets going. And they, they need somebody to do that in this tournament run if they're going to go go a long way and go deep. Yeah, I, I I absolutely agree with that. Um, just to get you updated as you get ready and to watch your brackets start falling apart, um, Michigan's Isaiah uh, Liver Liver. How do you say that, Stephen? He's a good, really good player. I don't want to say that yeah. wrong. Livers. Okay, it sounded weird when it was coming out. Isaiah Livers is sidelined until further notice by a foot injury. Uh, Georgia Tech's Moses Wright is being held out of action. Uh, due to COVID-19, you know, they're hoping to get him back. And then, of course, uh, uh, Gillespie out of Villanova is is injured and, and not expected back. So uh, it's uh, th- those are some big-name players who are out. Now, Stephen, I like this list. I started looking at a list that ESPN did on the top 50 players in this tournament. As you might uh, expect, Stephen, <coughs> Cade Cunningham, who was named the Big 12 Player of the Year by Big 12 uh, coaches. Um, uh, And obviously there was some debate over that between he and Jared Butler. He is named the number one player in this tournament. Steven, I'd like you to try to guess where uh, Baylor's Jared Butler ends up on this list. Is he fourth? He is fourth. Wow, Steven. I'm afraid you peaked. (laughs) Um, Io Dasunmu from uh, Illinois is third. Luca Garza out of Iowa is second. And then they have Butler fourth. Corey Kispert, the great shooter out of Gonzaga, is fifth. Now, these aren't necessarily like the greatest, you know, I, in fact, I would not have put, I, I think Cade Cunningham is certainly the best pro prospect. I, as far as best college players, I would not have put him number one. Um, Steven, where would you, since you're on such a roll, where would you have uh, Davion Mitchell for the Bears in this list of the 50 best players in the NCAA tournament? Mm -hmm. Um, Let's go with number 10. Okay. Now I think you're just trying to miss, so so nobody thinks you're looking at the list. Um, Number 11. Davion Mitchell, number nice. 11, he sums up the excellence of this Baylor team rather well by, all by himself. The Big 12 Defensive Player of the Year is also a shooter who connects on 46% of his threes at a volume of two makes per game. This marriage of blue-collar tenacity on defense with NBA accuracy on offense goes a long way toward explaining why the Bears have come out on top in 22 of their 24 outings. All right, I, I, I love this list. Um, I, I wanted to look down here and see where you know some of these other guys were. Is Maceo a, on there, Matt? A player. Well, I'll let you know that in one second there, Stephen. Okay. Uh, I'm sure you'll guess the exact number. But Bones Highland out of VCU, <clears throat> he is a player I want us to be looking at, Stephen. 6'3". Uh, three-point accuracy, big-time player out of VCU. He is number 23 on this list. Um, And I am going to go all the way down the list. I will say Gonzaga's Joel Ajayi uh, is number 36. And, oh, my goodness, this is just more fuel to make Maceo mad. Maceo Teague... I'm looking a little harder. Okay, Austin Reeves from Oklahoma showed up at number 40. They did not put Maceo on this list, Stephen. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's super disrespectful. Of the players in the tournament. And, I mean, that's – Who do we <clears> – yeah, who do we complain to? <laughs> Just ESPN as a whole. I'll tell Gary. I think he can get straightened okay. out. Can you tell the owner of Eminem Broadcasting and see if he can – that 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 is unbelievable to me, that uh, that Maceo Teague, one of the better players in the Big Twelve, 
is not on the top 50. <clears throat> and I'm looking down through here to see, you know, other uh, Moses Moody of Arkansas is number 28. Dejan Giroux from the Houston Cougars is number 29. David McCormick from the Kansas Jayhawks <clears throat> is number 35. <clears throat> Stephen, that completes everything. I mean, there's a kid from Winthrop on here, the UNC, uh, UNC Greensboro Spartans. Um, I, there's a kid from Colgate, Jordan Burns on here. I'm very upset, and I will uh, lodge our complaint, Stephen, on this. All right, a lot to get to. Also want to mention that the women, 3 o'clock ABC, we had a great visit with Moon Urson the other day. She's so much fun to talk to. And the women play ABC, the Baylor women, ABC against Jackson State on Sunday. Now, they're supposed to get out of quarantine today and get a practice in, so that'll be fun to get them out, get them moving around a little bit in, in advance of uh, Sunday's game. And then, Stephen, I noticed that uh, former President Barack Obama picked the Lady Bears to win it all. All right? And then also, Stephen, got a little controversy right now. Did you notice that uh, the women's weight room facilities not quite as nice as the men's weight room facilities. They, they took these huge areas in Indianapolis and turned them into these great weight rooms, and then they showed one of the uh, uh, players, in, in they showed, in, and several have done this, at the women's area, like next to their practice court, and their, their weights are some tiny little barbells, uh, Stephen, so... Let's get that cleaned up, NCAA. The NCAA, Stephen, said, well, sorry, we just didn't have as much space in San Antonio, to which one of the players did a view around her practice court, and it was this enormous warehouse with tons and tons of room. So for whatever reason, the NCAA has decided, you know what, let's give the men a ton of weights. We're not going to give the women any. Stephen, are we mad? We're mad, and everyone has uh, successfully dunked on the NCAA. I believe um, whoever's in charge, I can't remember the name uh, of the woman who's in charge of those facilities, but she's already said that, that they failed pretty miserably. So uh, I guess the excuse of no space uh, did not did not hold water. All right, all right. That better not lead to the Lady Bears having an early loss, not getting enough weightlifting in. I'm going to be – I will file all sorts of lawsuits. All right, Stephen – what a big what a big thing we have planned. Macy Oteague, we have Maceo coming up, and then Jerome Tang to take you right into Baylor basketball. Two o'clock, the pregame show starts, and uh, you'll hear John and Pat on the call. Two thirty, Baylor versus Hartford. Macy Oteague is next. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Mostly sunny skies today and again, hardly a cloud around. Highs top out at 65 degrees. Clear skies tonight. It's going to be a cool evening with lows dropping to 39 and mostly sunny skies tomorrow with a high of 70. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9 for your forecast first. Plus, check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Recently on the John Moore Show. Dan Schulman, ESPN, our guest. I was uh, saying earlier in the hour, Dan, uh, kind of telling your, your travel story about how when you go on a road trip, you go on a serious road trip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm, so I'm Canadian for those who don't right, know right. down there. And I, I still, I've always lived in Canada. So during the pandemic, we had in Canada a 14-day quarantine whenever you come back to Canada. So they installed a kit in my house that a lot of people have. So I called about six or seven games from home while uh, over the holidays. And now I'm back down in the U.S. Uh, my trip started in Waco, actually. I flew from Toronto to Dallas, drove to Waco. And because I can't go back and forth, I believe I am now... Now, uh, away from home for the duration of the regular season, like through championship week. So I am very lucky. I have a supportive, independent wife. Listen to the voice of the Bears weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. Here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. 
Hey, have you thought about buying your first home and weren't sure where to start or if you qualify? Well, it's Matt Mosley from the Matt Mosley Show with Stephen Simcox. NeighborWorks Waco has been assisting Central Texans in the home buying process for the past 27 years, and they are ready to assist you. Not enough money for down payment or low credit score? NeighborWorks Waco has programs that help you improve your credit score, and they help you get the best loan with the least out-of-pocket expense. Plus, to make sure you know what to look for, in selecting that perfect home for you and your family, call 254-752-1647 or visit the website at nw-waco.org to get started. NeighborWorks Waco is currently operating with social distancing protocol in place so that you can access our programs knowing your safety is their highest priority. NeighborWorks Waco is your trusted source for home ownership the right way. Since opening their doors in 1925, Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home has been honored to serve families like yours by providing a range of funeral services. Whether it's a traditional funeral, a graveside service, memorial service, or cremation, they believe every life deserves to be honored in a way that brings peace to families. Five generations of the Wilkerson Hatch Bailey Funeral Home family have helped tens of thousands of Central Texans celebrate the lives of loved ones. Learn more at whbfamily.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weiss with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by Jesse Britt Automotive. The field is set after the first four last night. Texas Southern is in, beating Mount St. Mary's 60-52. Drake beat Wichita State 53-52. And Northfolk beat Appalachian State 54-53. UCLA got past Michigan State in overtime 86-80. The number one seed Baylor Bears get their run started today, tipping at 2:30 with 16 seed Hartford. Other Big 12 schools in action today, Texas Tech and Utah State. Later on today, Liberty and Oklahoma State. And tonight, West Virginia and Moorhead State. Lady Bears get their tournament started Sunday in the Alamo Dome versus Jackson State. Baylor baseball tonight as conference play gets started, hosting Texas. First pitch at 6.30, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. UMHB football tomorrow as the crew hosts Louisiana College. Kickoff at noon, and you can hear that game on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Oh, yeah. You know what it is. College basketball all day today and tomorrow. I'll quickly update you on some of the games going on before we get to uh, Matt Mosley and Macy O'Teague's interview. Don't forget, 2 o'clock today, we got uh, Baylor and Hartford. Round one of the much-anticipated Baylor NCAA tournament run. It starts tonight or this afternoon. 2 o'clock pregame show, 2.30 tip right here on ESPN Central Texas. But the game's going on right now. Florida up on Virginia Tech, 61-57 with a minute five to go. Gators have trailed for most of this game, but have got going uh, here late in the second half. They have a four-point lead. Uh, Florida currently at the line trying to ice this one. Again, a minute five left in that one. Illinois running away from Drexel, 42-23. That's one of those uh, 1-16 matchups today. Texas Tech in a battle with Utah State, 20-17 to is your score there. But the upset to watch today so far, um, three-seed Arkansas taking on 14-seed Colgate. Colgate holds a 54-53 to lead um, with 10-20 left in that one. Arkansas just went up 55-54. So that's been a close game throughout. Colgate had a 12-point lead early. So keep that one in mind. That's on True TV. Don't forget, this is the one time a year you have to figure out what True TV is on your cable. We'll try to keep those scores updated as much as we can throughout the day. Right now, though, here's Matt Mosley with uh, Baylor guard Macy Oteague. It is uh, Matt Mosley, Stephen Simcox, ESPN Central Texas, joined now by one of the top shooting guards in the country, Macy Oteague, who has arrived in Indy. Macy did it... um, uh welcome to the show welcome back to the show did it uh did it seem like it would does it seem real yet or will it not seem real until you till you get into a gym and start practicing and all that uh it seems real i mean uh we had the we had a police escort from the airport over to uh to the hotel and stuff i guess they gave us a whole bunch of bags march madness like goodie bags i guess and um yeah like i mean it's just been a surreal feeling so far 
Well, what is the uh, – uh, this is unlike any other, and the great thing is uh, we're going to have this thing, and uh, it's a strange time. Um, there's not a lot of getting out of the uh, room. What has it been like so far? How much are you guys allowed to kind of congregate and be together, and, and how much of the day is spent in your, in your uh, hotel room? Uh, I'm not really sure how much we're allowed to get together, but uh, I've been in the room pretty much the whole time. Uh, we got a quarantine right now. And, um, I mean, it's been cool, but uh, looking forward to getting out of the room. We're here pretty soon, probably at by 9 p.m., I guess. Oh, good. Okay. Well, you remember, Maceo, the NBA bubble. There were guys that uh, uh, even the media, I think, had to sometimes quarantine for, I don't know, an eight- to nine-day period. So hopefully it, w- it won't be that severe. Um, Maceo, you have been on a tear as of late, you've had a great season, but I mean, scoring wise, it, it seems like you just realized, hey, the team uh, maybe needs me to take an even larger role of scoring. Um, what do you attribute that to, Maceo, in, in terms of like, you seem like you got your legs back pretty quickly after that long pause. What did you do to kind of keep your shot going and, and to kind of keep your feet under you during that uh, long time off? Uh, you know, just got a lot of mental reps um, with uh, in a room with my shot, with my legs. Like I'm, I'm in like really good shape as it is. So like, I don't know. It really took me like one day to of working out, and I was really felt like I was fine. Uh, like after being on the floor, so uh, I, and the legs thing that wasn't really a problem. Talking to Maceo Teague, uh, Baylor shooting guard, up for the Naismith uh, shooting guard, best shooting guard in the the country award. Um, Maceo, now that it's finally here, uh, and this is this is a huge reason of why you came back and decided to put pro ba- uh, basketball off and everything. What what um, are you feeling? You know, you're. Let's talk about you first of all. Your that that unbelievable 35 point game performance the scoring's been up is just is that just one of those things where you're just uh when you're a shooter like that and you get in one of those zones have you sensed lately Maceo that your team needed a little more scoring from you uh no I wouldn't say that I wouldn't I wouldn't say that I just feel like uh, I've been aggressive uh taking the shots that I've been getting and uh they've been going through the net yeah, and I'm sure once you get on a roll like that, the the net gets uh, gets even bigger. You know, I, I I've always uh, it's you're the rare player um, in that you have uh, a mid range game and you can you know obviously you're you're lethal from from distance and all. Maceo, was that something that even goes back to grade school or junior high for you developing that uh, mid range game? Because you know. It's it's always interesting to watch you. You you are able to take shots, and I think it I think it helps. It's you're a hard guy to defend because you just sort of find different shooting angles and everything. What where does that um, where does that come from? Just shooting a million shots in the gym. Where does that where do you come up with all that? Uh, I watch a lot of basketball. I see people do stuff, and I just like uh, maybe I should try this out in my game. Uh, or maybe I should try it out in a, in a workout and stuff, and then uh, I'll see what works. And um, if it works, then I'll try to do it in a – remember to do it in a five-on-five setting, and uh, that's usually how it goes. And some of the stuff, like, I'll just see somebody do, and, um, like, I'll just end up doing it, and uh, it just feels really comfortable to me. So, um, I mean, that's really where it came from. I used to work on pull-ups when I was in high school a lot, shooting a mid-range jumper. Yeah, and um... – it it is uh, remarkable how sort of in any situation the floater game and then your, you know that corner game you like to get to. Growing up where you did in Cincinnati, do you remember or or are you too young to remember like when Huggins was having some of those runs with the Cincinnati team? I guess you were probably my gosh, you would have been. I don't even know if you were born um, when Cincinnati went to that Final Four. But what what college teams did you grow up uh, loving and and watching? And, and when you were watching March Madness as a kid, uh, when I was watching March Madness, I used to watch Louisville. And um, yeah, that was uh, yeah, I used to watch Louisville a lot. Uh, the Louisville Cardinals. And um, yeah, I, I mean, growing up, that was probably my favorite team. But. I mean, I used to like uh, Rick Pitino. I liked uh, Peyton Siva. They had a kid named Shane Bahannon that went there. He played in the local Cincinnati and uh, Aiken. 
and um, he played, he played at a local high school, uh, Aiken High School, and I was in Cincinnati. So I, I really liked the Louisville Cardinals. Yeah, and Louisville had that, uh, I can't remember his name right now, you know, the player who uh, got hurt in that game that everybody remembers. That was an incredible team that Patino had with, uh, who, uh, you'll probably remember the name, you know, they had the guy with the beard that could shoot the three like crazy, that uh, Louisville team from from a few years ago. Did you always, uh, I know Patino is one of those guys that uh, has quite a reputation, both good and bad. Did you love Patino growing up and his whole style and approach? Yeah, I did. Um, but, I mean, you never know what the behind the scenes is like, but on TV, I liked it, though. <laughs> Talking to uh, Macy O.T., grew up in Cincinnati, went to uh, UNC Asheville, now going to play in the NCAA tournament with uh, Baylor. And, by the way, Iona, the, where Patino, you can't, keep, uh, you can't keep him out of the tournament. He's found a way back, and uh, he'll be in the tournament. Um, Macy O., have you had a chance at all to uh, – to take a peek at uh, Hartford, have you at least Googled them and to, to, to kind of see what they're about, or have you been able to watch a little film to get any feel for, for what they may bring? Yeah, I watched the game, um, and uh, I feel like I got a pretty solid feel, but, I mean, uh, we got a lot of – it's more than just one game. Uh, we still got the coaches, the film they're going to break down. Uh, our GAs probably will send us a couple clips. And uh, just to help us get a better feel for who they are. And the coaches will send us, like, their stats for the year, stats in the last five, and things like that. So, um, yeah, well, I think we'll be pretty prepared coming this Friday. Friday at 2.30, and uh, just found out today, Maceo, the game, the first time March Madness, a female will be the on the play-by-play. That'll be kind of cool on uh, True TV. Give us a sense, Maceo, um, now that you guys have been back, obviously um, – you you know you wanted to go deeper in the Big 12 tournament, but it's been an a, amazing run. Um, where do you feel the team is? I mean, I I, I guess listening to to uh, Scott, the most room to kind of keep trying to sharpen is on that defensive end. Where do you feel like? Um, do you feel close to where you guys were before the pause? Where are you in all that? Um. Uh, I feel like uh, we're close to where we were. Uh, I feel like we're getting pretty much locked in. And um, I, I feel like we'll be even better than what we were uh, coming out the pause or before the pause. All right. The, uh, the, the hunger and everything, getting ready to go and, and all of that. Um, as a, a hoops junkie like you are, had you ever gone back and, I mean, you're going to be, you know, y'all are going to play in uh, Lucas Oil uh, Stadium, but there's some there's some very uh, uh, famous gyms around the Indianapolis area. Did Now, did you ever, Maceo, as a kid, did you watch uh, the movie Hoosiers with Gene Hackman? Um, is that, uh, have you have you seen it before? Yeah, I've been to the gym before. Okay, was that uh, Hinkle Fieldhouse? Uh, the, the actual gym oh, is like super small. Like I, I don't oh, think it's Hinkle Fieldhouse. Like the gym is really small. But um, Hinkle oh, Fieldhouse. You're talking who, who plays there. I think Butler the, plays at Hinkle Fieldhouse. Yeah, okay. you're, I'm thinking about like where they filmed like the state title game. I think that was at Hinkle. But you're talking about you went to one of those really uh, old gyms, like where Hickory may have even played. And, and the real team is Milan, M I L A N. High school, so you you went to one of those gyms. Mm-hmm. What, yes, what do sir. you remember uh, about it? Uh, I just remember it was really small. Like the court was probably it, it wasn't big at all. Uh, wouldn't really be hard to run up and down that floor. Uh, didn't seem like it was a lot of space on the floor either. So that's that's really what I remember about that. Have you um, and talking to Macy O'Teague, who's getting ready to play in the NCAA tournament? I, I guess this is what you dreamed of and, and thought about it, everything. Um, and you know, I, I, I just you think about the Luther Vandross song, you know, the ball is tipped at all the you know one moment and all that kind of stuff. Is it just? Um, um, it, it, I guess you're just going to kind of let it soak in and everything. What once you are able to clear quarantine? Um, you kind of know where you'll be uh, practicing this week. Are you going to get to practice some, Maceo, like in the in Lucas to get a feel? Shooters love to be able to get used to that backdrop, and and that's at a that's an enormous place to play. 
Yeah, uh, I'm not sure when uh, when we'll be able to get in a get in the gym and uh, shoot. So uh, I don't know. I'm just looking forward to uh, getting some shots up here pretty soon. Yeah, yeah. Well, you'll just be looking forward to getting out of that room at some point and everything. And I'm sure you guys will get together and 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 go through things and everything. Well, listen, I uh, uh, it's a very exciting time and. Um, uh, best of luck to you as you get ready for this thing and what could be a, uh, a, a deep run. Um, I mean, this is uh, this will be uh, three weeks. Did you did you pack enough for uh, to hang in there for uh, for about a month or three weeks? Uh, I think I did. Hopefully, I did because if not, uh, <laughs> I, I guess I'd just be out <laughs> out of clothes somewhere. <laughs> How many uniforms did y'all bring? Do you know? How many different uniforms? I think four. Okay, and what is your favorite, by the way? Uh, probably the dark gray. Okay, the dark gray. All right, mm-hmm. all right. Well, listen. Um, appreciate it, and uh, uh, have have a lot of fun, and and uh, thanks for doing this. All right, thank you, man. Appreciate you having me. That's Maceo Teague with Matt Mosley. We'll take a break. When we come back, we'll update uh, some scores from around the NCAA tournament. Garrett Ross will sit in with me. This last segment, I want to know. Text in 254-662-1660. What's your big upset pick over the first couple days? We got an upset that could be brewing right now. I'm taking uh, Ohio over Virginia, but I want to know who you think is going to be the Cinderella team or is going to pull off a big upset in round one or round two. This is ESPN Central Texas. Connect, host, work, and play with the Baylor Club. Enjoy an upscale environment featuring chef-driven cuisine and space to watch all the action. Discover a private club inside McLean Stadium with all the amenities you've been missing, including complimentary breakfast Monday through Friday, a la carte dining for lunch and dinner, and events for all interests. Members are raving about the wide open spaces and comfortable atmosphere. Contact April or Stephanie at 254-710-8080 to make the Baylor Club your home away from home today. For a limited time, refinance your vehicle and have 90 days with zero payments. Only at Genco FCU. Refinancing lowers your rate and you pay less for your car. One winner will have a chance to win a 0% loan. You can't pass on rates as low as 1.75% for 48 months. Apply online today. Annual percentage rate subject to change without notice. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies. Go to GencoFCU.org. NCUA equal housing lender. My money, my future, my credit union. Genco. Hey, real quick, before we get to Jerome Tang, I do need to tell you about Cooper Complete, Cooper Fitness. They're back with us. American Heart Association recommends adults consume at least two servings of fatty fish each week containing omega-3s to help improve heart health. Boy, our next guest, Jerome Tang, knows about heart health, and he's a great he's a very he's a he's a great chef, but he also does some healthy meals, and he understands Cooper Complete Nutritional Supplements. Listen to this. 10% off your purchase of Advanced Omega-3s, plus get free shipping with any purchase of $60 or more. Use the coupon code. Okay, when you go to coopercomplete.com, we'll make this real easy. And, of course, this comes from the Cooper Complete physicians, the founder, Dr. Kenneth Cooper, his son, Baylor All-American, long-distance runner, Tyler Cooper, the coupon code is Baylor10. That's B A Y L O R 10. B A Y L O R Baylor10. And you just go to coopercomplete.com. Get over there and take advantage of this. This is what I've taken during the COVID. And it's one of the reasons I feel so incredibly healthy. Uh, and I am, and again, I'm being very careful. I'm wearing a mask. But man, taking these Cooper Complete vitamins. It's given me that sort of backstop I feel like I need. Get over there to coopercomplete.com. Do it today. Ram Truck Month is back at Cameron Autoplex in Cameron, Texas. Everyone knows Cameron Autoplex is your Central Texas truck authority, and the deals don't get any better than during Ram Truck Month. During this event, qualified buyers get 0% for 84-month financing on any new Ram 1500 Crew Cab or All-Star. And if you need a heavy-duty Ram to get the job done, we've got that too. This is a limited-time event, so hurry into Cameron Autoplex. There's a reason why people say it's always friendlier and cheaper in Cameron. 
Feel like you're missing out on the fiesta? You don't have to. La Fiesta Restaurant is open with dine-in seating, drive through and delivery. Now, you can get the famous purple margarita to go or delivered with any food purchase. La Fiesta makes dinner a lot easier with family pack of fajitas, enchiladas, and tacos. Order online or call ahead and get any of your La Fiesta favorites at LaFiesta.com. La Fiesta, Waco's original Tex-Mex since 1963. Stop by downtown in Waco at Way Cool Tacos and Union Food Hall. Way Cool Tacos, located corner of Franklin and 8th Street. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show presented by Central National Bank. Here's Matt Mosley. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. Stephen Simcox sitting in. Garrett Ross in here with me. Matt's traveling back from uh, California, so he'll be back Monday. But wanted to update you guys on some live scores from the NCAA tournament. A couple games going on. Virginia Tech and Florida tied at 66. And Garrett, it felt like Florida was in complete control of this game a couple of minutes ago. Yeah. Uh, they had a three-point lead with nine seconds left. Op- they were at the free-throw line opportunity to put that thing away. They clanged both free-throws. Virginia Tech comes down, nails a three to send this into overtime. So it's tied at 66 now with 340 left in OT. Garrett, what do you believe? You know, sometimes you think in these overtime games, the team with the momentum right. that kind of rallies to tie it is the, is the team that's going to get it done. Virginia Tech looks a little – both teams look tired. Virginia Tech seems like they're playing with tired legs right now. But a heck of a rally to, to force this into OT. No, it really was. And you could tell the energy just – it ignited once he hits that three. Mm-hmm. You see the entire bench, the coaching staff, everybody come over to him. And it seems like they're carrying that over right now. Uh, you know, Florida right there with a the good shot in the paint to take the lead. But, you know, we still got 313 to go. I'm hoping Virginia Tech pulls this off, man. I got Virginia Tech going a couple rounds deep, so and I can't stand the Gators, so I'm going to need Virginia Tech to come through here. So I want to know, and you can text in 254-662-1660 on the CNC Collision Center and text line, who do you have going? Uh, who's your Cinderella team? Or who do you have pulling off an upset in round one at least? Who's your big upset special pick? Who do you have as a Cinderella team that's going to make a run in this tourney? Some other games going on. Uh, a, a team that fit that bill early in this game, Colgate. They had a double-digit lead on Arkansas in the first half, but Arkansas seems to have taken control. They're up 70-60 to 60 with 4-10 left in that contest. Utah State and Texas Tech. Tech had a slog of a first half. They trail Utah State 26-23 at halftime. Illinois Oliver Drexel 60-31 in that 116 matchup. 11 minutes to go on that one. But uh, Garrett, you know, Tech is a, is a curious team. They have a really good coach in Chris Beard. Mm-hmm. McClung is a guy that can give you 20-25 on a given night. And they still play that grinded out style they've become known for. I just feel like that tech team, the, this tech team, is not as talented as you've seen in past years. They're not, man, but they're always fun to watch. I, I, my mm-hmm. issue with tech all year long has been their inconsistency. They, they're one of those teams that could come out, they'll reel off two or three wins and then just drop a close one. Or, or they even rallied a couple times and got wins over Texas this year. Uh, but, man, you're right. McClung is real fun. They don't have the talent that they had in the past. Uh, I only have them going a couple rounds deep. Uh, in fact, I have them getting knocked out in the second round uh, by Arkansas. So we'll see. I mean, it, it's one of those things where you were you were kind of hoping that the Big 12 schedule you faced all year long mm-hmm. would kind of you know overpower you and help you get ready for this moment to make a nice run. But when we talked talk to Jarrett Johnson from uh, Texas Tech two four seven earlier in the week, and he was saying the the one concern he had with this matchup was Utah State having uh, power inside. And that's probably coming to be the the issue right here with the Red that, Raiders. That was a big mismatch in the first half. They got a big center, and he's strong and physical. Uh, a couple submissions on our text line. One texter, 254 number, said they have Winthrop as their Cinderella pick. Winthrop playing Villanova, and that's a good pick. I know Villanova's a little banged up. Uh, Winthrop is a team that's no stranger to the tournament. I want to know your upset picks, 254-662-1660. Another submission, they said Texas is their Cinderella team. Which Texas is a high seed, but it would be surprising if they made a run. After the selection show, though, it felt like they were kind of a popular uh, pick, and they had Florida as their upset. Maybe that's a Florida team that's going to go a couple rounds deep. They are the higher seed in this game as they lead Virginia Tech 69 68 in overtime. Uh, keep sending those submissions in 254 662 1660. Who's your upset pick? But Garrett, who do you have pulling off an upset in round one? Uh, I got actually my, my upset's going to be North Texas. I like what North Texas has going this year. Um, I have them knocking off Purdue. I actually got them making it to the Sweet 16. I know that's a, a long, that's a reach there, but 
if Winthorpe is able to knock off Villanova, and I know Villanova's got some issues there, you know, and you see a North Texas matchup with Winthorpe in the second round, I have a matchup with Nova, but I really feel like they can make it to the Sweet 16 if they can get things rolling. The big deal is, can you knock off Purdue tonight? That's going to be the problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Purdue's uh, always a solid team. They always have side and si- size inside, excuse me. But uh, Grant McCaslin done a really nice job with that North Texas group. Um, I like that pick. You know, my upsets, I got a couple. Now, I don't really have anybody making a deep run. Right. I got Ohio beating Virginia because, you know, Virginia's going to be down a few guys. Um, and also Virginia, they it's, they're technically still the defending national champs. Isn't true. that weird? That's true. But they their style of play and – they finally got it done because Kyle Guy was such a great individual playmaker, but they play great defense. They want to slow the game down, and that's great, but it also does lend itself to upsets at times because if you can, you know, kind of weather their storm defensively, they might not they might have a bad shooting night and struggle on the offensive end. And then I uh, – so the Ohio over Virginia, and then I have UC Santa Barbara uh, defeating Creighton. That's a, a matchup of mid-majors. I, I like UCSB. That's a real popular pick, and I went it back is. and forth on that one. I know Creighton has had their distractions and their issues over the past few weeks, and you got to wonder how much of that is going to carry over into the tournament play and become a factor, especially against a team like UT Santa, UC Santa Barbara who's – you know, the, we kind of forget about them. We don't get much – we don't get to see them much with them being on the West Coast, but – they're always pretty solid. So that one I could definitely see going either way. I think it's kind of weird. I was looking at my bracket and I realized that I didn't have any 12-5 upsets this year. And usually I have at least one or two in there. You can keep sending your bracket submissions to 2546621660. Do you have an upset? You can tell me who your final four is or a Cinderella team you have making a deep run. Uh, JC said he didn't have a bracket, but he thinks Texas is going to get upset. They play Abilene Christian. Um, I'd be surprised if they went down this early, but, I mean, we see Shaka Smart's team can struggle with consistency from time to time. Let me reset scores, and then, Garrett, I want to hear who your final four is, and I want to talk about if you think the Big 12 is set Mm -hmm. to make some deep runs in this tourney. But right now, Florida over Virginia Tech, 71-68. Virginia Tech rallied to force overtime. There's a minute left in overtime right now. Florida trying to close this out. They have the ball currently. Uh, Utah State leading Texas Tech 26-23 at halftime. Arkansas up on Colgate, 73-62, 3.20 left in the second half in that one. And uh, Illinois going to run away from Drexel here. They're up 64-34 mm-hmm. with nine minutes left in that game. And looks like we might get a review here in this Florida. No, that's clearly off Virginia Tech. Florida uh, had a ball that went out of bounds, but it was off Virginia Tech. So they have a couple seconds on the shot clock to try to make something happen and uh, extend this three-point lead. But – Garrett, um, who do you have in your final four right now? This might come as a surprise to you. It's actually Big 12 heavy. Okay. Okay, so I got Gonzaga, Texas, Baylor, and Oklahoma State. And when I initially did this, three teams. Wow. I kind of looked and I was like, nah, I got to be missing something somewhere. So I mm-hmm. went back and looked a couple times and I was like, well, I, I, that's what my gut's telling me. So that's how I went. What's your final four? Yeah, so... Oklahoma State is a, is a really good team, and I think they're a trendy pick right now. Um, I have Baylor. I have Illinois. Uh, I have um, Gonzaga. And then I have Arkansas coming out of that. And Michigan's the only one seed I have getting upset, which it's one seed heavy, and I know that's rare, right? Like, it's right. rare that that happens. I just feel like these one seeds are really good. Here's Here's my question about the Big 12, and I like that Oklahoma State pick. I could definitely see it because when tournament play rolls around, Guard play is huge. Oh, yeah. But, Garrett, it's also just about do you have the best player? And Oklahoma State has a really good player in Cade Cunningham who can affect the game in a lot of different ways, not just scoring. I'm, I just That's a hot pick right now. I'm a little curious of how they hold up because they, they have been inconsistent at times. But I wanted to ask you about Big 12 basketball, and you can chime in on this topic too. You know, Send me your upset picks, send me your Cinderella's, or you can answer this, 254-662-1660. Texas Tech made the uh, – Final Four a couple of years ago made the right. title game. Oklahoma had a team that made the Final Four with Buddy Heald. KU won a national title eh, almost 10 years ago, but it's still fairly recent memory. Mario Chalmers with a great shot. But overall, this conference, I feel like the last few years, has been a league that everybody in the regular season says, man, this is the best conference in basketball. Right. And there's so much parity. And it is. like You have to play 18 games. It's a grind. You have to play by twice. And you see teams get upset. 
but then the tournament rolls around and you see a lot you see a lot of early exits so is this the year and obviously you think so because you have three of them the final four right and baylor i mean if baylor doesn't make the final four it's gonna be a disappointment like we can be real yeah yeah absolutely they're a one seed they've been the number two team in the country all year long so you feel like why why do you feel like this is the year that the Big Twelve kind of breaks through and shows their dominance in in college basketball? Well, the reason I'm taking Texas for one, and I feel like they're hot right now. Right, they they've won eight of their last ten games. They this is a team that has swept Kansas. Obviously, you you didn't get to that third matchup with them, which you know Kansas could have won that one easy. We know how hard it is to beat a team three times in one season. Uh, but I feel like Texas is hot right now. That's why I took them. Oklahoma State and. I, I've got mixed uh, mixed feedback on this opinion. They remind me a lot of that Syracuse team with Carmelo, right? You have one dynamic player, and you have a lot of good role people around him. Um, you have a, a really good coach. I, they remind me a lot of that team, so I can see them making a run. And I think the Kay Cunningham factor is really going to be big in these matchups. I do feel like if we see Oklahoma State and Illinois in the Sweet 16, that might be the best game in this entire tournament. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you might get a national championship game. That can hang with that one, but I think that'll be a, the best matchup uh, in the tournament, dude. I, I don't know. I just I like what the Big Twelve has has done this season. Um, I feel like they're all battle tested more so than in in the past, even. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you're going to see that carry over. Yeah, and I think I said wrong earlier. I feel like I said Arkansas. Yeah, I, yeah, I think you meant Alabama. Alabama. Yeah, I meant Alabama coming out of that region with Michigan. So my final four will be Baylor, Illinois, um, Alabama, and Gonzaga, and. I hear what you're saying, and I do think Oklahoma State, with the players they have, and it's not just Cade. I feel like one thing that we've missed with them is guys like Isaac Likely mm-hmm. um, have sort of figured out how to play with him, too. Right. And they trust him to make plays and score, and they'll feed off that as well. But they, uh, you know, they're making plays right now, and, and they're getting things done. They look a lot better than they have in the past. Texas. They're another team that's been a, a trendy Final Four pick. I hope everybody's right. Like This does seem like the year where the Big 12 is poised to make right. a run. I just have questions because, as I've said in the past, and last year would have been a good test for it too. You know, Baylor and KU were really, really good. Um, it just didn't happen. And, you know, it, it's, it's unfortunate. Maybe this is the year the Big 12 kind of breaks through. Let's uh, go over scores one more time, and then we'll, uh, we'll close up shop here on the Matt Mosley Show. Florida leading Virginia Tech. 75 to 70 and oh he missed that free throw so 75 76 seconds left florida's gonna move on and uh defeat virginia tech mm. in this round one matchup 75 70 in overtime hard fought hard fought win for the gators utah state up on texas tech 26 23 at halftime Arkansas uh, up on Colgate. They're all over Colgate now, 78-62 with two minutes left in that one. And Illinois beating up on Drexel 70-41 to with six minutes left in, in that contest. So Baylor and Hartford, it's coming up at 2.30, broadcast at 2 o'clock. You can hear it right here on ESPN Central Texas. Lady Bears taking on Jackson State at 3 o'clock on um, – ABC, and you can hear that game on 92.9 Shooter FM, and that's their round one matchup. Uh, somebody sent in a Final Four prediction, Baylor, Texas, Ohio State, and Gonzaga. I think Baylor and Ohio State are in the same region, but I, I, I see your point there. Those are uh, some good teams to pick in the Final Four. Um, so you can keep sending that in if you want, 254-662-1660. But right now, let's get to some Baylor basketball taking on Hartford. That's coming up next. This is the ESPN Central Texas.